0: Okay, we are recording now. And we are on page 86 of the Vasudhi Maga, part 2, concentration. And David, would you be able to start with section 27? Okay, I'm just finding page 86. Sure, take your time. So we're starting from section 27? Yes.
1: Okay. Section 27. 7. How should it be developed? A. Development in brief. The method of developing the kind of concentration associated with the noble paths mentioned under that... Of two thing of two kinds as mundane and supermundane, etc., is included in the method of developing understanding. For in developing path understanding, that is developed too. So we shall say nothing separately here about how that is to be developed.
0: Thank you, Richard. Can you read twenty-eight? Yes, sir.
2: But mundane concentration should be developed by one who has taken his stand on virtue that is quite purified in the way already stated. He should sever any of the ten impediments that he may have. He should then approach the good the good friend, giver of a meditation subject, and he should apprehend from among the forty meditation subjects, one that suits his own temperament. After that, he should avoid a monastery unfavorable, to the to the development of concentration and go to live in one of his one that is favorable. Then he should save, sever the lesser impediments and not overlook any of the
0: directions for development. This is in brief. Thank you, Ron. Can you read twenty nine?
3: The detail is this: the ten impediments. Firstly, it was said above, he should sever any of the ten impediments that he may have. Now, the ten impediments are a dwelling, family, and gain, a class, and building two as fifth, and travel, kin, affliction, books, and supernormal powers, ten. Herein, the dwelling itself is the impediment due to the dwelling, so too with the family and so on.
0: Thank you. 30. Herein, a single
4: inner room, or a single hut, or a whole monastery for the community is called a dwelling. This is not an impediment for everyone. It is an impediment only for anyone whose mind is exercised about the building, etc., that, that goes on there, or who has many belongings stored there, or whose mind is caught up by some business connected with it.
0: For any others, it is not an impediment.
5: Tina, can you read 21? Sure. Um, Here is a revelant story. Two clansmen left Anura Dapura, it seems, and eventually went forth at the Tuparama one of them made himself fam- familiar with the two codes and when he had acquired five years seniority senor- he took part in the power power lana and then left for the place called Pasinag Pasinag Kandalog. Oh my God! The other stayed on. The other stayed on where he was. Now, when the one who had gone to Pasinag Kandalog had lived there a long time and had become an elder. He thought, this place is good for retreat. Suppose I told my friend about it. So he set out and in due course, he entered the Tupalama as he entered, the elder of the Sensinorati sought him, went to meet him, took his ball and robe, and did the duties. Thank
0: you, Bante, can you read thirty two?
6: The visiting elder went to into his lodging. He thought now my friend will be sending me ghee or molasses or a drink for he has long lived lived long in this city he got nothing that night and in the morning he thought now he will be sending me some rice gruel and solid food sent by his supporters when he saw none he thought there is no one to bring there's no one to bring it no doubt they will give it when they go into the town early in the morning they went into the town together When they had wandered through one street and had got only a ladle full of gruel, they sat down in a sitting hall to drink it.
0: Thank you. David, can you read 33?
1: Then the visitor thought, perhaps there is no individual giving of gruel, but as soon as it is the time for the meal, people will give special food. But when it was time for the meal, they ate what they had got by wandering for alms. Then the visitor said, Venerable sir, how is this? Do you live in this way all the time? Yes, friend. Venerable sir, Bachina Kandaraji is comfortable. Let us go there. Now, as the elder came out from the city by the southern gate, he took the Kumbhakara Gama road which leads to Pachina Kandaraji. The visitor asked, but Venerable Sir, why do you take this road? Did you not recommend Pachina Kandaraji, friend? But how is this, Venerable Sir? Have you no extra belongings in the place you have lived in for so long? That is so, friend. The bed and chair belong to the community and they are put away as usual. There is nothing else. But, Venerable Sir, I have left my staff and my oil tube and my sandal bag there. Have you already collected so much, friend, living there for just one day? Yes, Venerable Sir. So what's going on here is, uh,
6: the, the one that went to Pachi Nakandaraji, ostensibly um, that, that would have been a forest monastery, I think Tuparama is a city monastery. And so coming to the city, he was expecting to be treated uh, quite well. And in fact, it's just, there's a sense that he was treated that way in his home monastery of Pachinakandarajis, maybe a village that was well taken care of. So he, he got spoiled, the point is. Or even if he didn't get spoiled, it's impressive how unspoiled the monk in Tuparama was um, basically what he's saying is this: he literally has nothing. It, it, the, the only thing that he can think of that he left behind, the only thing he brought with him was his robes and his bowl. And the only thing he can think of that might be left behind is the bed and the chair, which he put away, as he would normally do before he left. He had absolutely nothing. And so the guy who's just visiting has already uh, acquired uh, more than the guy who's been there for years and years living on the very basics and only getting basic food.
0: Thank you. Richard, can you read 34?
2: Yeah. Um, he was glad in his hearts and he paid homage to the elder. For those like you, venerable sir, everywhere is, is a forest dwelling. They, tu, paraman, para, pa, Parama is a place where the relics of four Buddhas are deposited and there is suitable hearing of the Dhamma in the brazen place there is the great shrine to be seen and one can visit elders it is like the time of the Buddha it is here when you, where you should it is here that you should live On the following day he took his bowl and outer
0: rope and went away by himself. It is not impediment for one like that. Thank you. Ron, would you read thirty-five?
3: Two. Family means a family consisting of relatives or of supporters. For even a family consisting of supporters is an impediment for someone who lives in close association with it in the way beginning, he is pleased when they are pleased, and who does not even go to a neighboring monastery to hear the Dhamma without members of the family.
0: Thank
4: you. But even mother and father are not an impediment for another, as in the case of the young bhikkhu, the nephew of the elder who lived at korandaka monastery he went to rohana for instruction it seems the elder sister who was a lay devotee was always asking the elder how her son was getting on one day the elder set out for rohana to fetch him back
5: the young bhikkhu too thought i have lived here for a long time now i might go to, i might go and visit my her sector and find out how the lay devotees is and he left and he left Rohana the two met on the banks of Mah- Mahavali River he did the duties to the elder at the root of a tree when asked where are you going he told him his purpose. The elder said, You have done well. The late devotee is always asking after you. That was why I came. You may go, but I shall stay here for the rents. And he dismissed, he dismissed him. He arrived at the, at the monastery. On the actual day for taking up residence for Lorenz, the lodging allotted to him happened to be the one for which his father had undertaken responsibility.
0: Thank you, Bante. Would you read, read thirty eight?
6: His father came on the following day and asked, To whom was our lodging allotted, venerable sirs? When he heard that it had fallen to a young visitor, he went to him. After paying homage to him, he said, Venerable sir, there is an obligation for him who has taken up residence for the rains in our lodging. What is it, lay follower? It is to take alms food only in our house for the three months and to let us know the time of departure. After the Pawarana ceremony, he consented in silence. The lay devotee went home and told his wife, There is a visiting lord who has taken up residence for the rains in our lodging. He must be carefully looked after. And she agreed. She prepared good food of various kinds for him. Though the youth went to his relative's home at the time of the meal, no one recognized him.
1: When he had eaten alms food there during the three months and had completed the residence for the rains, he announced his departure. Then his relatives said, Let it be tomorrow, tomorrow, Venerable Sir. And on the following day, when they had fed him in their house and filled his oil tube and given him a lump of sugar and a nine-cubit length of cloth, they said, Now you are leaving, Venerable Sir. He gave his blessing and set out for Rohana.
0: His preceptor had completed
2: the Pawa, Pawarana ceremony and, and was on his way back. He met at the same place as before. He did the duties to the elder and at the foot of a tree. The elder asked him, How was it, my dear? Did you see the good woman lay devotee? He replied, Yes, venerable sir. And he told him all that had happened. He then anointed the elder's feet with the oil, made him a drink, with, with the sugar, and presented him with the lint of flour. He then after paying homage to the elder told him, Venerable Sir, owner Ruhanas sues me. And he departed. The elder two arrived back arrived back at his monastery and, and next day he went into the village of
0: village of Koran Koran The
3: late devotee, his sister had always kept looking down the road, thinking, "'My brother is now coming with my son.' When she saw him coming alone, she thought, "'My son must be dead. That is why the elder is coming alone.' And she fell at the elder's feet, lamenting and weeping. Suspecting that it must have been out of fewness of wishes that the youth had gone away without announcing himself, the elder comforted her and told her all that had happened, and he took the length of cloth out of his bag and showed it to her.
0: She was appeased.
4: She prostrated herself in the direction taken by her son, and she said, Surely the Blessed One taught the way of Rata Winita, the way of the Nalaka, the way of the Tuvataka, and the way of the Great Noble Ones' heritages showing contentment with the four requisites, and delight in development, making a bhikkhu, such as my son, a body witness. So although for three months he ate in the house of the mother who bore him, yet he never said, I am your son, you are my mother. O admirable man, even mother and father are no impediment for one such as him. So how much less any other family that supports him?
5: Three gan is the four requisites. How are they an impediment? Wherever a, med, a, meritor, a meritorous begu goes, people give him a large supply of requisites, with giving blessings to to them and. Teaching them the Dharma, he gets no chance to do the ascetic's duties from sunrise till the first watch of the night. He never breaks his association with people. Again, even at dawn, alms food eaters found of opulence comes and come and say venerable sir such and such a man lay follower woman follower friend friend's daughter wants to see you and being ready to go he replies take the ball and rope friend so he is always on the alert thus these requisites are an impediment for him. He should leave his group and wonder by himself where he is not where he is not known. This is the way his impediment is served
6: it, um again, all of these are not again, but um just to point out that all of these are related to the meditation practice. So it's easy to think of how this work for lay people as well. So gain here is not just exactly what's being said. I mean, gain more obviously refers to our possessions, refers to worrying about our belongings and obsessing over uh, getting and enjoying sensual pleasures. Um, Many people have trouble coming to practice meditation, you know, concerned about plants or uh, obsessed with their job and making money and that kind of thing. So, gain, I I think more obviously it refers to our the the things that keep us from practicing meditation, our belongings. You know, the the first two obviously uh, association with family gets in the way of our practice keeps us from meditating and association with our 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 homes become complacent when we live in a house and we have comfortable bed and a peaceful home not peaceful but a comfortable home that we live in sometimes it's easy to for to lose sight of spiritual practice so that's all of these are gonna not all of them are as applicable to or adaptable to lay life but most of them are this is a topic that i often teach these 10 uh, impediments to practice things that we have to be careful of and sever before we especially before we undertake an intensive meditation course
0: I remember you telling this story somewhere yeah it did sound familiar
6: Awaso so ca kulang labho kana panchamang kano kamanca panchamang abado kanto idhi Memorize it so you remember all ten of them. Thank you, Bante.
0: Would you read 44?
6: Class is a class group of students of suttas or students of Abhidhamma. If the group's instruction and questioning, if with the group's instruction and questioning, he gets no opportunity for the ascetic studies, then that group is an impediment for him. He should sever that impediment in this way. If those bhikkhus have already acquired the main part and little still remains, he should finish that off and then go to the forest. If they have only required little and much still remains, he should, without traveling more than a league, approach another instructor of a class within the radius of a league and say, help these, help those venerable ones with instruction, etc. If he does not find anyone in this way, he should take leave of the class, saying, I have a task to see two friends, or it suits you. And he should do his, his own work.
0: Five
1: building, kamma, is new building work nawa kamma. Since one engaged in this must know about what material has and has not been got by carpenters etc and must see about what has and has not been done it is always an impediment. It should be severed in this way if little remains it should be completed if much remains it should be handed over to the community or to bhikkhus who are entrusted with the community's affairs, if it is a new building for the community. Or if it is for himself, it should be handed over to those whom he entrusts with his own affairs. But if these are not available, he should relinquish it to the community and depart.
0: Trouble is going on a journey. If someone is expected to give
2: Going for some somewhere else, or if someone requisite, if, or if some requisite is obtainable there, and he cannot rest content without getting it, that will be an impediment for, even if he, he goes into the forest to do an aesthetic duty, to do the ascetic duties, he will find it hard to get rid of the of thoughts about the journey. So, one in this position should apply himself to the ascetic duties. After he has done the journey and, transcend- and transacted
0: the business,
3: kin is the case of the mon- in the case of the monastery means teacher, preceptor, co-resident, pupil; those with the same preceptor as oneself, and those with the same teacher as oneself. And in the case of the house, it means mother, father, brother, and so on. When they are sick, they are an impediment for him. Therefore, that impediment should be severed by curing them with nursing.
4: Herein, when the preceptor is sick, he must be cured for as long as life lasts, if the sickness does not soon depart. Likewise, the teacher at going forth, the teacher at the admission, the co-resident, the pupils to whom one has given the admission and the going forth, and those who have the same preceptor, but the teacher from whom one takes the dependence. The teacher who gives one instruction, the pupil to whom one has given the dependence, the pupil to whom one is giving instruction, and those who have that same teacher as oneself, should be looked after as long as the dependence or the instruction has not been terminated. If one is able to do so, one should look after them even beyond that period.
5: Mother and father should be treated like the perceptor. If they live within the kingdom and look to their son for help, it should be given. Also, if they have no medicine, he should give them his own. If he has none, he should go in search of it as alms and give that. But in case of Brother or sisters. One should only give them what is theirs. If they have none, then one should give one's own temporarily and later give it back. But one should not complain complain if one does not give it back. It is not allowed either to make medicine for or to give it to a sister's husband who is not related by blood. But one can give it to one's sister saying, give it your husband. The same applies to one's brother's wife, but it is allowed to make it for their children since they are blood relatives.
6: It probably seems a little bit, it might seem a little bit harsh, uh, this distinction. The point here is monks um, sometimes fall into the role uh, where they're expected to be a doctor. Now, this is a danger, and it's actually uh, even danger today. You'll find some monks falling into the role Uh, neglecting the duties. And it's interesting how it happens because these monks seem to have some kind of magical ability to diagnose and fix illnesses. And so they become quite famous, not for their meditation or their dhamma teaching, but for their ability to cure sicknesses. And um, as a result, people come to them for the wrong reasons, and it gets very much off track, and then uh, they start expecting it of other monks, and monks who teach the Dhamma are ignored instead. Uh, they're also expected to cure sicknesses, etc., etc. This happens. It, it really happens even today. So there's a real concern about and a prohibition against uh, acting as a doctor. So it's, it's actually quite strict about who you can and cannot give medicine to in order to prevent the Potential for a monk to behave or to get caught up in the wrong thing.
0: Thank you. That makes sense. bonte, can you read uh, 50? Yeah.
6: Uh, aff- affliction is any kind of illness. It is an impediment when it is actually afflicting. Therefore, it should be severed by treatment with medicine. But if it is not cured after taking medicine for a few days, then the ascetic's duties should be done after apostrophizing one's person in this way. I am not your slave or your hireling. I have come to suffering through maintaining you through the beginningless rounds of rebirth. This is an interesting look at uh, the view on, on sickness, you know, whether you should take care of yourself and how you should approach it. It's, um, as always, kind of a... There's no, there's no one answer. Yes, you should ideally look after yourself if it's convenient, but you should not be a slave to your body even in terms of sickness.
1: nine books means responsibility for the scriptures that is an impediment only for one who is constantly busy with recitations etc but not for others here are relevant stories the elder rewata it seems the majima reciter went to the elder rewata the dweller in malaya the hill country and asked him for a meditation subject. The elder asked him, How are you in the scriptures, friend? I am studying the Majima Nikaya, Venerable Sir. The Majima is a hard responsibility, friend. When a man is still learning the first 50 by heart, he is faced with the middle 50. And when he is still learning that by heart, he is faced with the last 50. How can you take up a meditation subject? Venerable sir, when I have taken a meditation subject from you, I shall not look at the scriptures again. He took the meditation subject, and doing no recitation for 19 years, he reached Arahantship in the 20th year. He told Bhikkhus who came for recitation, I have not looked at the scriptures for 20 years, friends, yet I am familiar with them you may begin. And from beginning to end, he had no hesitation, even over a single syllable.
0: The elder Maha Naga, too, too, who lived
2: in in Karuli-Yagiri, put aside the scriptures for 18 years, and then he recited the Da tukatha, da tukatha, to the bhikkhus. When they checked this with the two dwelling elders of Anuradha not a single question was answered
0: of his order. Here is one Thank you, Ram. Can you read
4: 53?
3: In the great monastery too, the elder Tipitaka Kula Abaya had the golden drum struck saying, I shall expound the three Pitakas in the circle of experts in the five collections of discourses. And this was before he learnt the commentaries. The community of bhikkhus said, which teacher's teaching is it? Unless you give only the teaching of our own teachers, we shall not let you speak. Also, this preceptor asked him when he when he went to wait for him, did you have the drum beaten, friend? Yes, venerable, sir. For what reason? I shall expound the scriptures, venerable sir. Friend Abiah, how did the teachers explain this passage? They explain it in this way, venerable, sir. The elder dissenter dissented, saying, "Hmm." Again, three times. Each time in a different way. He said, "They explain it in this way, venerable sir." The elder always dissented, saying, "Hmm." Then they said, "Friend, your first explanation was the way of the teachers, but it is because you have not actually learnt it from the teachers' lips." that you are unable to maintain that the teachers say such and such. Go and learn it from our own teachers. Where shall I go, venerable sir? There is an elder named Maha Damarakita living in the Tzuladhara Pabata Monastery in the Rohana country beyond the Mahaveli River. He knows all the scriptures. Go to him. Saying, "'Good, venerable sir,' he paid homage to the elder. He went with five hundred bhikkhus to the elder Maha Dhamarikita, and when he had paid homage to him, he sat down. The elder asked, "'Why have you come?' "'To hear the Dhamma, venerable sir.' "'Friend Abaya, they ask me about the Diga and the Majima from time to time, but I have not looked at the others for thirty years.' Still, you may repeat them in my presence by night, and I shall explain them to you by day. He said, Good, venerable sir, and he acted accordingly.
0: Thank you. Hi, Brenna, we're on page uh, 92, number 54.
4: The inhabitants of the village had a large pavilion built at the door of his dwelling, and they came daily to hear the Dhamma. Explaining by day what had been repeated by night, the elder, Dhammarakita, eventually completed the instruction. Then he sat down on the mat on the ground before the elder Abaya and said, "'Friend, explain a meditation subject to me.' "'What are you saying, Venerable Sir? Have I not heard it all from you? "'What can I explain to you that you do not already know?' The senior elder said, "'This path is different for one who has actually traveled by.'
5: The elder Abhaya was, was then, it seems, a stream-enterer. Enter, when the elder Abhaya had given his teacher a meditation subject, he returned to An- Anuladabhula. Later, while he was expounding the Dharma in in the brazen place palace he heard that the elder had attained nibbana on hearing this he said bring bringing bring me my robe friends then he put on the robe and said the arahat path befits our teacher friends our teacher was a true Thoroughbred, thoroughbred, he set down a mat before his own Dharma pupil and said, "Explain, explain a meditation subject to me. The Arahat path befits our teacher friends. For such as these, books are no impediment."
0: Thank you, Bante, Would you read fifty-six?
6: Sorry, um, but there. Google is telling me I'm supposed to leave for the airport. Now, but just back now.
4: Oh, okay. Are you? Do you need to leave for the airport
6: or, or... Um, at the airport? Five thirty-five. I still have time. We may have to skip Polly, but I'd have time. Let's see how this goes.
0: Okay. Thank you. Are you able to read fifty-six? Yeah. Just give me a second.
6: Okay, sorry, um, just 50, What what are we on?
0: We're on uh, page 93, number 56.
6: Okay. Supernormal powers are the superpowers of the ordinary man. They are hard to maintain like a prone infant or like young corn, and the slightest thing breaks them but they are an impediment for insight, not for concentration, since they are attainable through concentration. So the supernormal powers are an impediment by one who seeks insight. The others are impediments to be severed by one who seeks concentration. This, in the first place, is the detailed explanation of the impediments, the point being that you can become obsessed even by supernormal powers. It's easy, some, some non-Buddhists who have these magical powers or claim to, they can become very much side this them, which is a shame because it shows that they have spiritual potential.
0: Thank you. Brenna, can you read 57? Sure. Approach the good friend,
7: the giver of a meditation subject. Meditation subjects are of two kinds, that is, generally useful meditation subjects and special meditation subjects. Herein, loving-kindness towards the community of bhikkhus, etc., and also mindfulness of death, are what are called generally useful meditation subjects. Some say perception of foulness, too.
1: When a bhikkhu takes up a meditation subject, he should first develop loving-kindness towards the community of bhikkhus within the boundary, limiting it at first to all bhikkhus in this monastery in this way. May they be happy and free from affliction. Then he should develop it towards all deities within the boundary, then towards all the principal people in the village that his alms resort, then to all human beings there and to, and to all living beings dependent on the human beings. With loving-kindness towards the community of bhikkhus, he produces kindliness in his co-residents. Then they are easy for him to live with. With loving-kindness towards the deities within the boundary, he is protected by kindly deities, with lawful protection. With loving-kindness towards the principal people in the village that his arms resort, his requisites are protected by well-disposed principal people with lawful protection. With loving-kindness to all human beings there, he goes about without incurring their dislike since they trust him. With loving-kindness to all living beings, he can wander unhindered everywhere. With mindfulness of death, thinking, I have got to die, he gives up improper search. And with a growing sense of urgency, he comes to live without attachment. When his mind is familiar with the perception of foulness, then even divine objects do not tempt his mind to greed.
0: So these are called generally useful. And they are
2: called meditation subjects, since they are needed, generally and desirably, owing to their great helpfulness, and since they are since they are, they are subjects for the meditation work intended.
3: What is called a special meditation subject is that one from among the forty meditation subject that is suitable to a man's own temperament. It is special, hari because he must carry it constantly about with him and because it is the proximate cause for each higher stage of development. Sorry, so it is the one who gives this twofold meditation subject that is called the giver of a meditation subject.
0: Yeah, hold
2: on. In Pali. Um do you rule it some? Like in Spanish? Like when you're saying pero, do you the same is it the same for like um, um, a Pali word with r in it?
4: Is it the same as what Richard?
2: As a Pali word with R in it, like um parinibana. Would you rule the tongue or would you just say pari normally uh, normal R?
4: Oh, sorry, sorry. but it
3: disconnected.
0: <laughs>
3: this, this is. I have. I speak a bit of Spanish, so sometimes my R's come out like Spanish R's accidentally when I'm yeah. trying to read Polly. So that's probably yeah, just well. that's probably an individual problem for for me, not a not a real thing.
2: And I was I was learning I'm Spanish at one point, so usually when I'm speaking a foreign language, I usually rule of tongue.
0: As we all get a little farther in the in the poly study, we'll all know this. Ponte, I was wondering, you know, they were talking about um, a man taking a meditation subject,
4: when or being given a meditation subject that's suitable to his to his own temperament. When someone gets something like that, do they keep the same meditation subject?
6: Um, well, it depends on the benefit that comes from it. Well, are they, are they getting what they thought? You'd stay with it as long as it's suitable. And uh, we, at some point with all of these meditation subjects, you're going to have to switch to vipassana meditation. So eventually you'll um, switch over and give it up in favor of
0: meditation on the five aggregates. Thank you.
6: But yeah, usually you'd depend on your teacher to tell you which meditation subject the teacher might switch. But you would try your best to stay with whatever the teacher gave you, as long as you found that the teacher was what they were talking about and was giving you suitable instruction and it was was, uh, improving, it was
0: benefiting you. The good friend is one who
4: possesses such special qualities as these. He is revered and dearly loved and one who speaks and suffers speech. The speech he utters is profound. He does not urge without a reason and so on. He is wholly solicitous of welfare and partial to progress.
5: Because of the words beginning, Ananda, it is owing to my being a good friend to them that living beings subject to birth are freed from birth it is only the fully enlightened enlightened one who possess all the aspects of the good friend since that is so while he is available only a meditation subject taken in the blessed ones presence is well taken but after his final attainment of nibbana it is proper to take it from anyone who anyone of the eight great disciples still living when there are no more available one who wants to take a particular meditation subject should take it from someone with cankers destroyed who has by means of that particular meditation subject produced the fourfold and fivefold jhana and has reached the destruction of cankers by argumenting insight that had that jhana as its proximate cause.
6: But how then does someone with cankers destroyed destroy, declare himself thus? I am one whose cankers are destroyed. Why not? He declares himself when he knows that his instruction will be carried out. Did not the elder Asagutta spread out his leather mat in the air and sitting cross-legged on it, explain a meditation subject to a bhikkhu who was starting his meditation subject because he knew that that bhikkhu was one who would carry out his instructions for the meditation subject?
7: So if someone with Kangos destroyed is available, that is good. If not, then one should take it from a non returner, a once returner, stream enter, an ordinary man who has obtained jhana, a one who knows the three pitikas. One who knows two Pitikas, one who knows one Pitika, in descending order, according as available. If not even one who knows one pitika is available, then it should be taken from one who is familiar with one collection together with its commentary and one who is himself conscientious, for a teacher such as this, who knows, who knows the texts, guards the heritage and protects the tradition, will follow the teacher's opinion rather than his own. Hence, the ancient elders said three times, "One who is conscientious will guard it."
4: So, when they say that the teacher put his leather mat in the air and sat on it, they literally mean up in the air.
6: Oh, yeah. There's going to be a lot of talk of magical powers in this section, especially in the later section, the later part.
0: Nice. Hey, Bhante, how do you pronounce um, Rajagaya in Pali properly?
6: How do I pronounce what?
0: Rajagaya.
6: I don't know what word that is. Can you type it out in the chat?
0: I think it's the name of a place, Raja Gaya or something like that. i type it.
4: Yeah, we were just, when you had disconnected for a little bit, we are just asking um, how the R is, is said. Is it like a rolling R, like in Spanish?
6: No, I don't think it's a rolling R. Indian, uh, the Indian the, uh, pronunciation is not rolling. I don't think. The R is is defined as a sound that is made when you curl your tongue back in your mouth. RGB one. Maybe you mean Rajagaha? Yeah, I think so. It's not rajagai, it's rajagaha.
0: So just a normal kind of an R sound.
6: Yeah, you curl the curl the tongue back in your mouth, and this is the air should go over the middle of the tongue, with both sides of the tongue touching the walls of the mouth.
0: Thank you. David, can
1: you read 65? Now, those beginning with one whose cankers are destroyed, mentioned above, will describe only the path they have themselves reached. But with a learned man, his instructions and his answers to questions are purified by his having approached such and such teachers, and so he will explain a meditation subject showing a broad track like a big elephant going through a stretch of jungle and he will select suttas and reasons from here and there adding explanations of what is suitable and unsuitable so a meditation subject should be taken by approaching the good friend such as this the giver of a meditation subject and by doing all the duties to him okay I think I'm
6: gonna have to stop there I'm I was hoping we'd have more time, but it looks like I'm going to have to, uh, because it's an international flight, I probably have to get there early and do a little preparing now. So no poly today, sorry. And the reason I wanted to do it today is, is because next week I'm also not sure if it's time for it, but Sunday we're going to have a meditation course all day. So we'll see how that goes.
4: Well, thank you for coming today, Bante. We appreciate it and have a great trip.
0: Thanks. Have a good good one, Bante. Yeah, you too. Uh